I'm Ruth Sukup, and this is your weekly quick win, just because you asked. Welcome to the Do It Scared podcast, Quick Win. Our goal is to create actionable solutions to real life problems that you can apply to your own life right away. This Quick Win episode is brought to you by the Doing It Scared coaching program. And if you've ever felt overwhelmed or like you're all alone when it comes to achieving big things in your life, then Doing It Scared is the perfect place to find the support, motivation, and accountability you've been craving. You can find out more about what's included and join our waiting list at doitscared.com slash coaching. That's doitscared.com slash coaching. Today's big question comes from Sunny, who asks this. I know you say there are no mistakes, only lessons, but I still beat myself up every time something doesn't turn out the way I wanted it to. I guess I'm just curious what you feel your biggest mistake has been this past year and what it actually taught you. Whew, so what was my biggest mistake of the year? Honestly, guys, it is hard to narrow it down because... I actually made so many mistakes this past year, some really big mistakes that cost me a lot of heartache and a lot of money. And ultimately, I think if I was to narrow it down to one mistake that sort of encapsulates all the other mistakes inside of it, it was that I majorly failed as a leader, like so badly. And I got so deep in the weeds of publishing and promoting my new book this year, my new book, Do It Scared, that came out in May, which was a great project. It's a book I'm really proud of. And it's not that I am not happy about the book, but I got so deep in the weeds of that book, of what goes into writing a book, especially with the research project and promoting it and doing all the interviews related to it. I got so deep into that that I lost sight of leading my team. I basically buried my head in the sand and I ignored all the warning signs that were telling me we were on a bad path because it wasn't that the warning signs weren't there. This was not, this should not have been a big surprise that things were not going well. They were there and I was choosing not to look at them. I buried my head in the sand. And the warning signs were that we didn't have enough revenue coming in, that we weren't working efficiently as a team. We were getting bogged down in meetings and bureaucracy. There was so much nonsense going on behind the scenes. And I could also tell that the person who was supposed to be in charge of the team, who was supposed to be leading, who I was trusting to be leading the team, wasn't actually capable of doing what I was needing her to do. And that wasn't her failure. That was my failure because I had not sufficiently developed her skills. And then I had put all this stuff on her that she wasn't able to keep up with. And at the same time, I wasn't even paying attention to the money. I wasn't focused on selling products, which is ultimately how our business makes money. And I was not keeping a good eye on how much we were spending, which was a lot which meant we had some very, very unprofitable months, which is really, really scary as a business owner to see your numbers in the red and not in the black. And so, yeah, when I talk about making major mistakes and having a major leadership failure, that was it. And 
when I finally started paying attention to what was going on after the book came out sort of at the end of May, June is when I started looking at what was happening and I started paying attention. And all of a sudden, I was so angry. I was filled with rage. I joke that the summer of 2019 was my summer of rage because I was so, so, so angry. But the person I was angry with with was myself. I was so mad at myself and I could not help but just beat myself up. And I would, I remember just talking to my husband endlessly. He's very patient. And I was so mad. I was so mad at myself. I was just constantly so mad at myself and so disappointed in myself for letting it happen. And thankfully, things did start to turn around because in July, I realized that I had to make a decision, that I I had to stop being angry with myself about about what had happened. I had to stop beating myself up for all the mistakes that I had made in the first half of the year and actually start looking for a solution to fix it. And and that meant making really, really, really hard decisions. And I think my biggest lesson within all of that is that even if you've put yourself on a very bad path, there is always a way to turn it around. But sometimes that's going to require making hard decisions. And I did have to make hard decisions. I ended up having to let several team members go. And to shrink my team down, we had grown to 17 team members and we shrunk back down to nine. So that was that was almost eliminating half the team, which was a huge deal. And and that was hugely painful also. Anytime you're dealing with, with people issues and team issues, that's always going to be just emotional. And there was a lot of emotion. And it also meant digging in and and making hard business decisions and and doing the things that were going to be more profitable and and looking at the numbers which is not something that I actually love to do I'm not I don't love budgeting and I don't love putting myself on a budget and I don't love having to dig into things that aren't interesting to me and I had to do all of those hard 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 things and then I also had to take back the leadership of my team But in the end, the turning point for me was realizing that I was actually in control and that everything that had gone wrong up until that point really was on me. I'm the leader. I'm the I'm the boss. It is my company. But I was kind of looking at it as if all of these things were happening to me. And I realized that I was in control and I had the power to make the changes that needed to happen, even if they were painful. And I think so often we feel powerless to change our circumstances. When when bad things are happening and things aren't going the way that we want them to, we feel we start to get an almost a, a victim mentality. Like, why is this happening to me? Why is everybody letting me down? But really, we know there's something that needs to happen that we know is going to suck. We know it's going to suck and we know it's going to be painful and we know it's going to be hard and we know and we don't want to do it. We don't want to have interpersonal issues. We don't want to deal with confrontation head on. But sometimes you have to let it suck so that it can get better. And so I guess that is that's my quick win advice for you guys this week. That hard thing that you've been avoiding, my advice is to take action and do it. Do that thing that you know needs to be done, that if it's a confrontation that needs to be made, if it's a hard decision that needs to be made, if it's a, a conversation you need to have with somebody that you know is going to be not very fun, do it anyways, because it's only going to hurt for a little while. It's like ripping off the Band-Aid. And then 
things will get better. Then you open yourself up to the possibility that things are going to improve and get better. And I'm and I'm very happy to say that despite how bad the first half of, of 2019 was for, for my business, we actually ended up coming back stronger than ever before. And that was pretty amazing. And so that was my lesson that sometimes you got to make those hard decisions. And so that is my quick win advice for you this week. Do the hard thing, take action, let it suck for a little while so that you can come back stronger than ever before. 